Yes, I made it past the enchanted bog. Better watch out. I am one roll away from getting the Pharaoh's amulet. Okay, Ryan, your turn. So we just sit here and play board games to pass the time until a kid asks a question? Basically, yeah. And how long will that be? Oh, we have no idea. Mm-mm. Now, roll. it's your turn. Okay. No, no, no. Not with the four-sided die. Use the eight-sided die. That way you can score extra Pegasus points. It's almost like you don't even care if you win or lose at Forbidden Secrets of the Tomb. I don't care if I win at this game. I've already made peace with the fact I will never understand this very complicated game, and I'm okay with that. I'm all good. Fine. I mean, if you want, we can just stop playing and just sit here and be totally bored. Yeah, I'm fine with that. If we stop and I just look at a wall, I would probably be less bored than trying to win at Hidden Secrets of the Pit. It's called Forbidden Secrets of the Tomb. So, um, have you, like, ever played a video game? Yeah, I play Bank Teller 2000 on my computer. That's not what I mean. What's that? We're getting a call from a kid. Oh, thank goodness. Let's roll the opening music and put the game away. You're listening to Million Bazillion. I'm Bridget. I'm Ryan, and we help dollars make more sense. Let's answer the phone. Okay, we're here to answer the questions you have about money, and we've got a caller with a question on the line right now. Hello? Hi, I'm Isaac, and I live in New York City. Hey, Isaac, what's your question for Million Bazillion? So my question is, why is it so awkward to talk about money? Good question, Isaac. Yeah, a lot of people don't like talking about money because it makes them uncomfortable. Oh, I'm with you on that, Isaac. Uh, What are the specific questions about money that you've been wanting to ask? Well, the first, the the big one is how much money do you have? But I I know that one's really awkward. I think you might have the right idea about that, Isaac. Every time I imagine that conversation, it's always the same thing. Like, why do you want to know about how much money I have? (laughs) Yeah, I'm really curious about that, too. But it seems like an inappropriate question to ask for some reason. There there are other things that maybe I haven't thought of that I need to know. But maybe there's something that, like, everybody may need to know. Oh, and if we're not talking about money, what are we missing? Yeah, I think we can figure out the answer to this one. What do you think, Bridget? Oh, for sure. Thanks for that great question, Isaac. We love a challenge. We're on it. Let's do this. We're not going to let you down, Isaac. All right, so I'm guessing that Isaac has figured out there are some things people don't want to talk about. And sometimes one of those things is money. Yeah, it's a taboo, if you will. A taboo is something we don't do or talk about, like talking loud in a library or burping loud at the dinner table. Oh, yeah. And Americans are kind of known for not wanting to talk about money. That's not the same in other parts of the world. But yeah, we get all weird about it sometimes. But maybe we should be talking about money. What if we're missing out on knowing something really important about money because we're not talking about it? You could be right. But how do I know? Exactly. You don't know what you don't know what you don't know, you know? We're going to find out what we don't know we didn't know about talking about money right after this. And now it's time for asking random kids not so random questions. Today's question is, what's the silliest thing you've heard grown-ups say about money? That it burns a hole in your pocket. Do you think I'm made of money? That it's overwhelming and too much. Money doesn't grow on trees. One silly thing I've heard about money is the safest way to double your money is to fold it over and put it in your pocket. 
that's causing all the problems and the worst thing in the world, basically. That was Michael in Connecticut, Evie in Alabama, Roshan in California, and Daphne and Colette in Wisconsin. This has been Asking Random Kids Not-So-Random Questions. And we're back! Today we are saying, yes, we hear you. You listeners are interested in money, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. And yet, there are some things about money that we, as a society, just don't talk about. So this is something you've really been thinking about too, huh, Ryan? Oh, yes. And I have a list, actually. Whoa. Have you ever noticed that grown-ups always take the price tag off the gifts they give? What gives? What are they trying to hide? And why won't they tell us how much money they've saved for our college education? And how much money does everyone have? And how much do we have? Do we have more money than the neighbors? Are we rich? Are we poor? How much was your car? Can we buy a bigger car? Ryan, Ryan, these are all really good questions, but maybe we start from the top? Well, okay, uh, what's with the whole price tag thing? Oh, right, yes. Um, Why do we take the price tags off presents? Ryan, is this about your birthday? It might be. Okay, well, I think I know the answer to this one. Let me set the scene. It was a few weeks ago. We were celebrating Ryan's birthday, day two of Ryan's birthday a palooza month. Everyone was having a great time eating hors d'oeuvres, celebrating me. Yeah, and I gave you a present that you'd repeatedly hinted at wanting. One of those little pitch pipes you toot before singing a song like they do in cartoons. But you forgot to remove the price tag. Right, and you opened the present. And do you remember what you said? $15? That's not very much. And I see you bought it on sale for half price. Brian? What? Was that such an awkward thing to say? Why can't I say that? She left the price tag on. She's a price tag lever on her. I know what you spend now, and I want to talk about it. How come no one wants to talk about it? And that's exactly why people take the price tags off gifts. Because they want you to be thinking about how much thought and care they put into it, not how much money they spent. Okay, fair enough. When gifts are involved, we pretend money doesn't exist. But what about the next one on my list? When parents won't give you a straight answer about how much money they've put in a kid's college fund. Ah, yes, the college fund. That's a way parents might start saving money to pay for college or some other extra education and training for when their kids graduate from high school. It might be a bank account or something else. A very large jar. And as for why parents won't give a straight answer about how much they've saved... I'm not sure. I know some parents do talk about college savings. Other parents might not want their kid worrying about that stuff until later. Or maybe they just don't have a lot saved and they feel bad so they don't bring it up. So you're saying there's a lot of different reasons grown-ups stay hush-hush about money. This could get complicated. Totally. We need to find someone who knows what grown-ups are thinking, probably is a grown-up, but who isn't afraid to say the stuff about money others won't. Do we know anyone like that? Yes. Ah, who's that? Don't be scared. That's Megan McCoy. I talked to her about this earlier. I love talking about the emotions and the thoughts that come up when we talk about money. She's a professor and the director of the financial planning program at Kansas State. And she's also a trained therapist. She can help us figure out why some money conversations are awkward and what to do about them, especially when it comes to having our first money conversations, which might be with our parents or other trusted grown-ups. So why won't grown-ups just tell us how much money they can share with us for college? 
Actually, there are a lot of money questions that parents might not want to answer. The college savings account could be one or how much money they make. And sometimes they don't talk about money at all. Megan has more. I think a lot of parents are brilliant in so many areas of their life, but they're worried about saying the wrong thing when it comes to money. Uh, Money should just be like simple, like just math, but it actually gets like uh, built into other things about success and worth and all these things that parents are are worried they're going to share the wrong thing with you. Um, And they don't want you to make the same mistakes they potentially have had in the past. Hold the phone. Parents aren't perfect with all this money stuff. I am shocked. Oh, wait. So maybe the parents don't want to tell you how much they've saved because maybe they wish they had saved a whole lot more and they feel bad about that. And if a parent isn't great at saving, maybe they feel a little shy about trying to teach you how to save. But saving is a really important skill. We should all know how to do it. But what advice would Megan have for a kid who's trying to learn about money from an adult named, let's say, uh, Blyan, who doesn't know anything about it? I think that one thing I wish people knew is that you don't have to have all the answers right away. And actually learning how to find the answer is more important than having the answer. That's especially true when it comes to money. Some of this stuff is kind of confusing. And we know it's okay if you don't know the answer when you get a question. But we can all learn together. And that is half the fun. I'm asking this on Isaac's behalf, but we've been dancing around this all day, and I simply must know, why can't I ask people how much money they have? Wait, is that really that awkward? Yeah, remember last week at the Million Bazillion Cafeteria? Oh, yeah. Okay, we were having a great time, laughing around the lunch table, when... Say, I got an idea. Whoever makes the most money should pay for lunch. Everyone say how much money they make out loud right now. Ryan, you're not supposed to ask that. You all spit take your drinks onto me. Now I'm drenched. You've drenched me. I'm going to have to retire this shirt because of an awkward money comment I made. I can't stop being awkward. I'm always messing up and making people uncomfortable. That was pretty painful, huh? You truly are the king of cringe. What can I say? So, does Megan know why asking people how much money they have freaks them out? Either we discover that we have more or less than other people, and it makes us feel bad either way. But why would I feel bad if I found out I have more money than my friends? Well, I don't know. What if everyone looked at you differently? Like, maybe they thought you were mm, spoiled? I don't want that. I'll just tell people I have practically no money at all. Okay, but what if some people thought not having money meant you weren't successful in life? Whoa, hey now, there are different kinds of success in life. I know this for a fact. If you don't believe me, go to a rock concert sometime. Every band always writes their best songs when they're starting out without much money. And then they make a bunch of money, and later on in life they're like, hey, here's one off the new album, and people are like, boo, no, don't sing us the song you wrote like yesterday in your pool. Your songs are bad now. You don't know anything about anything. You live in a mansion. Sing us the one you wrote when you had no money and we actually liked you. (sighs) Man, I'm starting to see why people don't want to talk about this stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying we should never talk about money, but maybe don't bring up your money questions at a birthday party or surprise someone at lunch. Got it. So I'm going to pick my moment and think out what I want to say. Wait, what am I going to say? What are the money questions I should be asking? Uh, What's Megan say? What's the best way to save? What's the best way to spend your money? What do I need to know about earning, spending, saving? 
Ooh, Bridget, let's ask each other some money questions right now so we can learn all these things we didn't know we didn't know. Can you imagine what we could do with these new super smart brains and confident-seeming attitudes of ours? Go ahead. AMA. Ask me anything. But there are some things about money that we shouldn't share. Like, you shouldn't share your bank account number with a stranger. In fact, talking about money at all with strangers might be a bad idea. But if you want to talk more with your parents, we have some tips at our website, marketplace.org million. But before we go to break, I recently asked my close friend, Broadway sensation Lin-Manuel Maremba, if he'd write a little song for us about how we, as a society, don't talk about money. And wouldn't you believe it? Lynn agreed. You're friends with Lin-Manuel Miranda? No, I said Lin-Manuel Marimba. Different guy. Anyway, Lynn wrote us a song that I think you'll agree feels very of the moment. Oh, no. Are you going to sing a song right now? We don't talk about money. Adults don't find it funny. We don't talk about income. Whether we save it or spend some, um, 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 if you knew how much I make, it would make both our brains break. Our friendship could not survive it, so we'll just keep money private. Take it, Bridget. When discussing money, tread lightly. Proceed in a way most politely. Adults are more nervous than we seem. Money hits at the core of our self-esteem. We worry about it all the time, but we rarely discuss even when it rhymes. I can rap, I can flow, but I can't have a chill finance convo. We don't talk about dinero. My bank balance is zero. Oh, oh, oh. Why now I am embarrassed. I told you too much about money. Can we just take a break now? Oh, um, there's more coming up when Million Bazillion returns. Okay, so when we left off, we promised you some tips for talking to your parents about money. Also, we sang a song. Uh, Yes, we did. A little song. Why are you downplaying it? I think the song was a pretty important part of the lesson. Sure, but now let's focus on the ways that kids can... And if any record labels are interested in signing us, we're open to it. We like doing this show, but we're not against the idea of live touring. I'm made for the road. I love hotels. I love gas station food. So to illustrate how kids can talk about the forbidden subject of money with their parents, here's an idea. Let's go inside my favorite board game, Forbidden Secrets of the Tomb. There's a whole challenge that's based on talking about things we're not supposed to talk about. Oh, no, that game is so boring. Look, you got to sing your song, and we can just Jumanji ourselves into it. But wouldn't that be like a reverse Jumanji? Because in Jumanji, the game comes out into real life. They don't go into the game. No, they, they go into the game, too. Wait, are you talking about old Jumanji or new Jumanji? All of them. In every Jumanji, someone goes into a game. That's not how I remember it. I mean, but you're the Jumanji expert, apparently. Okay, so on the count of three, let's transport ourselves into the game. Are you ready? One, two, three. three. Ryan, welcome to the perilous jungle of Toth. This is so cool. Wow, this is just like the game. Except I'm getting stung by real mosquitoes. Are there real snakes in this jungle? Oh yeah, huge pythons with super venom. Oh, and look, there it is, the forbidden tomb itself. Let's go inside. Great idea, out of my way. 
really dark in here. And musty. To learn how to talk about the forbidden subject of money, we will have to complete three challenges, surviving only on our wits. Who dare trespass the tomb's threshold? Ah, who's that? I am Krozar, the giant stone who guards the tomb. You want to address the taboo subject of money? For your first challenge, you'll need to come up with an easy question to ask your parents about money that they'll actually want to answer. Hmm, okay, what's a good subject? Stocks? Grown-ups love talking about stocks, right? Interest rates? How about just ask your grown-up what you need to know about money? Interesting. Unexpected. So simple. Great chance to talk about life skills like earning and saving and spending. Grown-ups love that stuff. Ryan, how did you come up with that idea? I remember what Megan McCoy, that money expert from earlier, told us. You've passed the first challenge. Woohoo, Bridget! This game is kind of fun when you start winning it. I get the appeal now. See? You've made it to the next chamber of the tomb, where before you stands a grown-up who refuses to buy you something you want. Oh, like a pitch pipe? Or a learning video game like Bank Teller 2000 2.0? I don't think any kid would actually want those things. But sure, how will you handle this challenge? Hmm, we need to convince them to let us have what we want. Um, please, pretty please, I'll clean my room. I want it, I want it. Um, everyone else at school has it. Uh, this is unfair. We have money for all a bunch of other things. Why not my thing? Ah, what's happening? The chamber is crumbling all around us. We're gonna get smushed. I don't get it. I'm yelling very annoyingly at my parent. The goal is to get what we want, right? Wait, this challenge might be a trick. Maybe the point isn't just to get what we want. Kids should try to be patient with their parents. Ah, you're right. Only the patience shall pass. Let's take a deep breath. <sighs> ah, I see. All my complaining wasn't really helping. It's okay. We understand there might be reasons a grown-up won't buy us something, and we will accept it. When we earn our own money, we will spend it how we want. You've passed the second challenge. Woohoo! We, we did, did it! it. Yeah. Only one more to go. For your final challenge, you must enter only one of the three doors before you. Behind each is a time and place. And you must choose the proper time and place to ask grown-ups a sensitive question about money. Behind door number one, a backyard barbecue with the neighbors. Behind door number two, a family reunion with all your relatives present. Behind door number three, at the kitchen table when it's just you and them. Hmm, what are we thinking? I like the barbecue. Really? That seems like sort of an inappropriate time to ask an awkward question. Yeah, but there's food. Um, okay, how about the family reunion? Oh, that also seems like maybe not the time or place to bring up money. Well, I don't know. Then the kitchen table? That way the grown-up won't feel pressure to give this great answer around other people like neighbors or distant cousins? Third challenge complete. Congratulations. You've discovered the forbidden secrets of the tomb and won the game. Yeah! I've never beat this game before! Woohoo! I am so happy for you. You know, Crozar, uh, 
We've been so focused on winning these challenges, we never really stopped to ask, uh, how are you doing? What? As a big stone head who lives in a tomb, how are you doing in here? You need anything? Oh, uh, that's very nice of you to ask. I, I guess the only thing I really miss in here is music. I wish someone would come along and sing me a song. We had a song. We have a brilliant song composed by Broadway legend Lin-Manuel Marimba. Lin-Manuel Miranda? No, Marimba, different guy. Oh, okay. Awesome. Hit it. We don't talk about money. Cause it's so awkward, honey. We don't talk about money. When it's rainy or sunny. Yay, yay, yay. Take it, Crozar. We don't talk about pesos. Why not? Cause I say so. This episode, we're learning how to talk about money. Here's a listener who's ready to share some big thoughts about money. Hi, my name is Ellie, and I am from Nova, Michigan. Well, I used to not like spending my money because I regretted spending my money on things. Once I went to the fair, and my mom let me play one game, and I got a toy, but I was super mad and sad because I don't like spending money. Yeah, the money would just be, like, gone, and <laughs> it's sometimes hard to earn. Any money I earn, I put in my piggy bank and never spend it until, like, birthdays and holidays and stuff. Yeah, I usually buy my sister's books at the book fair. Spend your money wisely and, like, plan of what you want to buy so you can save up for it. But I've always not really wanted to spend my money that much. Thanks for listening. What do you think about money? So, how do we get out of this board game, anyway? I'm not sure, but I don't mind sticking around here a while. Yeah, um, okay, what do we learn from all this, Ryan? Oh, that I have a golden singing voice, operatic, really, and should probably be using it a lot more on the show. Ryan. Oh, sorry, yeah. Money is awkward to talk about for all kinds of different reasons. Sometimes it gets in the way of the feelings we're trying to share with each other. Sometimes it seems like money is supposed to be a sign of who's a hard worker and who isn't. But that's just not true. Sometimes money is just hard to talk about because we don't know what to say. And that might be one reason why your parents won't answer your money questions. And speaking of parents... Maybe go a little easy on them if you're starting to ask money questions and they take a little while to give you the answers you're looking for. They get to choose what they tell you and what they don't. You'll have plenty of time to learn about this stuff as you get older. Just make sure your parents know you want to learn more. And we've got tips to start those money conversations in the tip sheet for this episode, which you can find at our website, marketplace.org million. Right, just like Isaac suspected, it's worth learning how to talk about money. And when we refuse to talk about money at all, it can create confusion, misunderstanding, and even worse, unfairness. So it might be about time we all grow up and learn how to discuss money with honesty and compassion. Because if the children of the world can learn, 
Surely we adults can learn how uh, to discuss money. Ryan? Hold on, I'm in the middle of my big point about the wisdom of children. There is a huge snake slithering over your head. Don't move. It's very poisonous. Oh man, I knew coming into this board game was a mistake. Try not to even breathe. It can sense your fear. Do you think it would like to hear a song? Thanks for listening to Million Bazillion. We help dollars make more sense. If you want to keep getting smarter about money, sign up for the Million Bazillion Academy and get four weeks of lessons you can do at your own pace. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash MBA. We've got an all new episode coming for you next week. And if you liked this one, please subscribe and leave us a review. Maybe even tell your friends about us. Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace and American Public Media. This episode was written and hosted by me, Ryan Perez, and Bridget Bodner, who's the senior producer, too. This episode was also produced by Marissa Cabrera with help from Tiffany Bowie. It was edited by Sandin Totten, sound designed by Chris Julin, and mixed by Becca Weinman. Our theme music was created by Wonderly. Our digital producer is Tony Wagner. Donna Tam is the director of On Demand at Marketplace. Neil Scarborough is the VP and general manager. We are grateful for the voicing talents of Kimberly Adams and Drew Jostad. And special thanks to the people who provided the startup funding for Million Bazillion and who continue to help keep us going. The Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and Next Gen Personal Finance, supporting Marketplace's work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy. To all the grown-ups listening right now, we hope that you and your kids in your life are having some good conversations about money, thanks to Million Bazillion. Help us keep those conversations going. Donate today at marketplace.org slash give million. Your support means a whole lot.